Cameron, Cameron, this is Smeagol, and you're listening to the Natural Lotus Podcast. It's precious! Hey guys, welcome back to the Not Religious Podcast, um, where we are choosing a relationship with Jesus over the trappings of religion. You like that? Does that sound a little bit more professional than what I normally do, where I'm like, hey guys, welcome. I do, like, that caught me off guard. Did it? Yeah. I thought you were going to do something very slapstick, and then you you pulled a, a Reverend Blake on me. More professional. Good, good for you. It's where we're where we're heading. You're going to be one year older, so you're maturing. Right. Um. Yeah. I feel I feel the age of 27 creeping up upon me. The so. culmination of 26 is upon you. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it rising up within me. Do you feel like you've done all that you were supposed to do in 26? No. Really? No. I feel like there's still a lot wrong with this world, and I didn't fix it all. But I did accomplish a lot of things. Are you taking that on yourself? Is yeah, that I your am. mission? I am. This place is a mess. This whole oh. this whole world is in shambles. And I should have fixed it at the age of 26. And I didn't. So I apologize to every single one of you. However, I did accomplish a lot at the age of you 26. You got married. I got married. I had sex. I had sex. I had sex. <laughs> and then... Uh, after you got married. After I got married. And yeah. then I got... Uh, well, I went to Disney World. That was that was something. And had sex. And, had sex. and then on Space Mountain. <laughs> not exactly on Space Mountain, but in the line. <laughs> we had to kill time somehow. Um, we started this podcast. That was something successful at the age of twenty six. Look at you. But you know, there's there's a lot more I could have done. Yeah. Anyway. But I think that's pretty good. Anyway, I'm Blake. I'm Brian. <laughs> and welcome back to another episode of the Not Religious Podcast. Um, we didn't do one last week because it was Thanksgiving. Right. So we spent that time together. Me and you bonded. We did. Yeah. We, Could, uh, can we bond anymore? I don't think that's There's it. always room for more bonding Is between there? us. Um, we, enjoyed, we enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, we enjoyed watching football again on Saturday. Yeah. It's cl- it's coming down to the the very end of that. I'm sad to see it go. Yeah, it's always sad the end of college football season. Yeah, but it comes up on you quick. Yeah, I feel like the time in between is pretty quick. Yeah, the uh, I, I had a little discussion with um, with our buddy Aaron mm-hmm. earlier today, and uh, we talked about the Alabama and the SEC conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think we need to look into a lot more. Yeah, we need to definitely do an episode on that. Yeah, because it, it infuriates me. There's something there. Something. I, I always felt there was something fishy about that, and I think I'm pretty good with discernment. Yeah. So there, something something is wrong with that whole thing. There's something there, and yeah. I think, I think yeah, that would be a good topic. Yeah. Well, today's topic is not about college football by any means whatsoever. Um, today we're going to be discussing, uh, I want to start with, um, the uncanny valley. Brian, have you ever heard of the uncanny valley? This valley? one I've actually heard of. Okay. But every time I go to say it, I say creepy valley. Creepy valley. Right. But I say uncanny valley. Still appropriate. Or no, but I should say uncanny valley. Well, yeah. for those of you who are not aware of what the uncanny valley is, let me inform you. So Christmas is coming up. Um, December is like right here. Um, one of your favorite Christmas movies might be The Polar Express. A lot of people love that movie. I am not one of them. You're not one of them, but not for this not reason. Not for this reason. You just don't. You just don't care. It's so dang long and boring. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, hot, 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 hot chocolate. I'm over it. <laughs> to the point to where I've probably watched the movie 17 times, never seen the end. Really? Yeah. Well, 
I just don't care. This. I don't care. I'll tell it. you this. I, I I don't mind the movie. I think I'm okay with it. Um, however, there are a there's a huge group of people who it makes them really uncomfortable watching that movie, and it freaks them out a little bit. Um, the the use of CGI to the extent to where it's it's so realistic, but not realistic enough. Yeah. Um, freaks some people out. Right. Um, and when you put on a graph talking about how realistic an animation can be, uh, that type of creep factor is called the uncanny valley. The uncanny valley. Yes. Um, Mashimatoro, what's the guy's name? So it's used in reference to the phenomenon where a computer generated figure or humanoid robot. Um, yep, we'll get into that. Bearing a near identical resemblance to a human being arouses a sense of unease or revulsion in the person viewing it. So, um, the concept of the Uncanny Valley suggests humanoid objects which appear almost but not exactly like real human beings elicit uncanny and strangely unfamiliar feelings of eeriness and revulsion. Um, And it's mostly seen in stuff like CGI movies and video games and um, uh, robots. Yeah, and then your favorite, lifelike dolls. Now you know. Do you think that might be why? No, no, it has nothing to do. I don't look at. I am scared as crap. Yeah. Of dolls and puppets. Yep. That just look old timey dolls and puppets. Like Avery's dolls that she has now, like the American Girl dolls or whatever. They don't bother me. Yeah. But like old school dolls, like the burnt doll. That's in the right, in the house at your mom's house. Yep. Can or, I tell you where that was at? Yeah. Now that okay. we've moved out in that bedroom that y'all are sleeping. Shut in. your I'm face. Dead, dead serious. So where? If you you know the the little, it's almost like a not really a secret door, but it the leads thing into to the, the attic. attic. Yeah. It's sitting right behind where that door is. I'm and dead you serious. went in that attic with me in that room. Did you see it when you went in that? You remember? No, you were doing something. Not that room. That was Avery's apartment. No, 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 no. Oh. I'm talking in the room Lee and I were in. Your mom had you go in to that little attic space. And you. I remember you opening the door and going in. And, like, you looked to the right like something, like, caught your attention. And I thought to myself, "Yep, that freaking doll is in there. Yep, it is. Right as you open the door and look right. That's where it is. That's where it was with its face. Get behind me, Satan! With, the, with its face like like it was in the corner or something. Like oh that. my god! Almost gosh. like it had gotten in trouble. Oh no! It had gotten in trouble with Satan, and Satan put that evil doll in the corner to punish oh, it. That doll was evil. Can you can you get in trouble with Satan? I'm sure. Or is it like if you do something good? In the, Satan puts no, you in the no, in the movie Constantine. <laughs> I need to watch that. Yeah, Satan gets kind of pissy with some Keanu people. Reeves. Yeah. Hmm. Who um, is immortal? Anyway, <laughs> he really. <laughs> he really anyway, is. no, the um, thing it's old timey dolls or puppets. Yeah, like Howdy Doody scares the freaking mess. There's a Howdy Doody doll somewhere up there too. Oh my god, I'm dead serious. Now that I don't know where it's at. Yeah, I truly have lost that one, and I have no clue where that doll is at. Well, that, what it is for me is it's the old timey stuff, and not really new timey things or you know new age things that bother me it's that old timey there's a creep factor to things that were yeah. made back in the 50s and you yeah know, it, toy even if you go back and look at like halloween costumes from batman definitely or how disney used definitely. to do like mickey mouse costumes yeah. and stuff it was yeah. weird very weird yeah but, but anyway didn't think anything of it back then right but anyway that it, it's not uncanny valley for me okay well for some people it is when it comes to dolls and things like that. So it's um, basically like you're watching, say you're watching a movie and it has a character in it that's either CGI mm-hmm. or it's a robot or an, an android yeah. person or whatever that is slightly human or, or is like 80% human. But there's like twenty percent that you can tell it's yeah, robotic, it's just not, it's or it's not, not quite right human, and mm-hmm. that makes people that repulses people. Yeah. yeah, like like they get they very uneasy, very they uneasy. Just, they're like, no, get it away from me. Um, 
it was coined by the roboticist. Um, I'm gonna try not to butcher his name, Masiharo Modi. Sure. Uh, it's better than what I did. Back in way back in 1970. So they've had this going on for a while. Um, it's just more evident now because of the technology that we've developed over the past several decades. Right. Um, but he stated that more than that, uh, the more that robots become human-like, the more they would start to repulse society. His uh, the graph, like I described at the very beginning, um, shows a certain level of human-like appearances is okay, but then it hits its peak. Right. And then it starts to freak us to crap out. Right. Well, in psychology and 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 really humans look for that association of humanity. So yeah. in clouds, in food, in um in like wood grain or yeah. what you know, oh, yeah. any, any kind of thing, if they recognize a face, your brain is taught to recognize that. You know, your brain is hardwired to try to find a face to recognize, you know, the computing part of your brain. This is the reason why people see faces and ghosts and, and spirits yeah. and stuff a lot, yeah. especially in like fog or in woods yeah. or, or things like that. They, they tend, your brain is hardwired to recognize a face. Yeah. So when that face doesn't compute with the brain, that is when it sends signals to something's not right. Now, for the majority of people, it's, oh, that doesn't look human. You know, oh, something's not right. You know, it, it doesn't look human. But for some people, it makes them very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, <clears throat> if you're wondering about what some, what are, hey, Blake, what are some examples of the uncanny valley? Um, I'll be glad to tell you, audience. Um, because <laughs> I, I looked up a bunch of them. Um, so that way back in two thousand one, let's let's hop in our time machine, strap in. I so wish I had a time machine. Don't we all? We're gonna sit in this DeLorean that we just purchased. Oh, God. Um, we're gonna go way back to the year two thousand one. Okay. Um, there was a movie that came out that was based on the video game series Final Fantasy. Right. Um, that was all CGI, but it was all like motion capture suits and things mm -hmm. like that that they use for video games and stuff. Right. Um, where they put all the motion capture sensors on the people's faces. Mm -hmm. So it picks up every single movement of their face. Yeah, everything that they do. Yeah. Every time their eyes move. Mm -hmm. um, and they made this entire movie. And way back in 2001, I read that um, even like some of the most simplest of movements would take an hour and a half at the time right. to fully capture and animate. Right. Um, so this movie comes out, they thought it was going to be this huge success because of the technology that was used with it. Right. And it bombed because right. people said they, it made them so uncomfortable watching it. Right. Um, and uh, so there, there's a good example of how the uncanny valley affects Hollywood. Right. Um, there was a time, also in the same year, they mm -hmm. did a test screening for Shrek mm -hmm. where they had the, the human version of Fiona. Mm -hmm. um, she used to look a lot different. Now, I haven't found any pictures yet. I haven't had time to look, but apparently she l looked way more human-like okay. than what came across in the movie because in the test screenings, there were kids that started crying because when they, she came out, they freaked her out, or that she freaked them out. Yeah, so bad. So they went back and they scrapped it, and they um, they redid her animation to kind of make her more cartoon like. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, before turning her into a giant green ogre. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the do you remember the president's the presidential like ride at Disney World where it was like the animatronic presidents right. and they're all like talking to each other. Right. That was one that started right. to really freak people out because it was just so realistic. Disney, Disney did a great job of recreating those presidents, but they're robots. Right. And it just was like, people were, un, were so uncomfortable with it. Um, so there's, there's some good examples of what they would consider, I, I guess almost bombs because of the uncanny Valley. Yeah. Um, and then you have more successful ones like, like any Pixar movie. 
Well, Pixar tries to steer away from making whatever it is too human like. Yeah. Even even with Woody in Toy Story. Yeah. He, you can tell he's a doll. He's got elongated features, right? And really right. big eyes, and right? Yeah. It, it's doll like. Yeah. So they steer clear of trying and Monsters Inc. The little girl. Yeah. Boo. Anytime they use a human, they do a really good they, job of still of making, it making a great it cartoon. Right. The Incredibles. That's another good yep. good example. Yeah. They don't. You can you you can draw the comparison of okay, I'm watching this. These people are supposed to be human, but it's still an animated cartoon. Right. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Smeagol from Lord of the Rings. That was also in the year 2001. So it's still that time frame of how much do we invest in making this thing. Right. Which Smeagol's supposed to be like a creature anyway. Sure. But they were still very careful about not, not making it, it too human. Right. They didn't want to hit that uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the movie franchise flopped because of it. Right. So took, they took their time with it, did a lot of tests with how they were going to make that character come to life on the big screen. It, it's a real thing. Oops. And sorry, I, I don't think that, uh, like, I don't, it doesn't bother me. But what does it bother, bother me, me either. Yeah. What does bother me is, like, the development of, have you seen how far along these robotic oh, yeah. robots are, yeah. are coming? Yep. And and not to take a weird turn here, but um, what was it Lee and I were watching? Oh, I can't remember what it was, but like it was, oh man, it's like one of these reality shows or something. And they were like interviewing this ro- guy who worked in robotics or whatever. Turns out he's in the sex industry or whatever oh, sex robots yeah but you know the show we were watching had nothing to do with it so they didn't focus on that yeah you could just tell that's where right like the dolls <laughs> hanging behind him you're like oh uh yeah we know exactly what you're doing pal. <laughs> but but i mean how lifelike these things oh it was a show on the history channel yeah that's um that's what it was but how lifelike... Duck Dynasty. Any, that's not on the History Channel. That's on the Crap oh, Channel. Andy, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but how how far along people are coming in yeah. in making robots yeah. seem real. Yeah. And lifelike and human-like. It's, it's, it's uncanny. Listen. <laughs> I think... I think any of the, the the people who are in the sex robot industry <laughs> It's just funny to say. That's a that's a that's a lot of time and effort <laughs> invested into that um into that uh device. Hmm. Um I think there's a there's a girl out there that can really appreciate your smarts. Um so you know, you don't have to invest that much into the sex robot, my friend. Yeah, I I don't think that's why they. I don't think they're looking for a nice girl. Sorry. Everyone's looking for a nice girl. Yeah, I don't think these guys are. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying, like I I, I'm on your side. There you okay? go. I don't think you're a loser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yep. think I think you're a very intelligent human being, and there's a girl out there that's just perfect for you. Right. So anyway, there you are. Um, so now that we're uh, we've, Jesus we've loves you broken yeah <laughs> now that we've broken the ice with sex robots that's not what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about um, we're going to kind of move from the uncanny valley because that's a good like op- uh, a, a good intro into the main point of today an appetizer yes um, let's face it we have we're on the cusp of a robot overtaking. Skynet is getting more and more probable yep. as the days go by. Yep. And for the people who don't know what Skynet is, Skynet is the AI in Terminator. Yeah. So the artificial intelligence that takes over and kills humanity in yep. Terminator. Yeah. 
and if you're ever around Brian for more than 10 minutes, at some point you're probably going to hear him use the phrase Skynet. Skynet. <laughs> and you might think it's funny, but he's being serious. I'm being – I am – I have – I. there are a few subjects that I am as serious about. Yeah. Skynet is – and Skynet is just a loose term of, of what I – qualify as a complete artificial intelligence takeover. Yeah. Which I think Now listen, I hear pastors talk about all the time. They'll say things like we're living in the end days. I I feel like Jesus will come back in our lifetime. Dude, they've been saying that since like the 50s and 40s and I mean, they have just been saying and it's, it saying and it's it. a I always felt like it's that's a, a that's a good yeah. Good way to bring people down to the altar is tell Definitely. them that we're in the end of days. Definitely. This is, you know. If I had a nickel for every time I heard, Jeez. you know, I firmly believe that in our lifetime we will see Jesus again. I can't tell you how many times I've heard how many times I've heard pastors say, I think that whatever year it was, this is the year of our Lord. Yeah. And this is this is when he's coming back. Right. <laughs> oh God. Anyhow. Um so, I I truly think I forgot where I was going with that. Oh yeah, like um, I truly think in our lifetime we will see a a ca- catastrophe caused by AI. Yeah. Now the scale of that catastrophe I'm not sure of. It's just something. S- something is going. Something malevolent. Something you know maniacal. Something. Something very wrong is going to happen because of artificial intelligence. Um, This is going to sound weird and bad. I hope it's to the scale of Skynet. (laughs) It's, Lord, I'm right there with you because it's almost like like a bad car accident. Yeah. Like... you don't want the people to be hurt. Right, but how freaking cool would it be? If you drive by and the car is on fire, you're like, nice. Right. How cool would it be if we're fighting Terminator robot? Yeah. See, I did it again. I often say robot. Robots. Like. That's that's what (laughs) you call your sex robot. Yeah, robot. Robot. (laughs) (laughs) No. Dude, the so the technology that we see today. So if you're watching the news, if you're that person who watches the news and is watching all the, you know, crap going on wherever it's going on, and you hear them talk about drone strikes or or things like that. Okay, so that technology that we are uh, allowed to see that they're reporting on these these predator drones or whatever kind of drones they are. That's technology that was developed 20 years ago, that was put into use 10 years ago, that we are just now able... Being open about it. Right, able to know about. Mm -hmm. Think about if that was the technology 20 years ago where they could fly something 20,000 feet in the air and pinpoint a hair on your head from 20,000 feet and, and send a freaking cruise missile to blow you... You know, and yeah. the surrounding area, just blow that apart. Think about, that was developed 20 years ago. Think about what they're doing, what they're capable of doing now. Not to mention, they know everything that we're saying, doing, living. I mean, the amount of information that we make available to artificial intelligence is crazy. Crazy. And I'm a part of it. Yep. I played my Alexa today. You know, I have two Alexas in the house. I have Siri on my phone. My car, the new car we just bought, has, you know, is smart phone, whatever, sync enabled. We are feeding this artificial intelligence so much information. And that is what it it thrives on. Yeah. Is more and more data, more and more information. <clears throat> so, Stephen Hawking. <clears throat> excuse me. Stephen Hawking, <clears throat> excuse me again, said that um, it won't be decades before we have 
um, we have drones that can pinpoint, um, you know, exact people that met a, that uh, that match a certain criteria, and can eliminate them. He said it's just a few years. Yeah. Um. What? <laughs> what are you looking for that? So. so <laughs> I was so messed up. What are you laughing at? Sorry. Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Do you remember... God rest his soul. Do you remember when he passed away? Yeah. Stop it. (laughs) And what his final... (laughs) (laughs) What his final words were? We won't be able to finish the podcast. Save it, save it for the end, because I will not be able to finish. Okay, the we'll podcast. close. We'll close the show out with Stephen Hawking. It's, it's it's horrible. We are it, so going to hell for laughing probably, about that. But but we'll save Stephen Hawking's final words for the for the end of the program. I, yeah, anyway, I won't be sorry. able to keep it together. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Stephen Hawking said, you know, it's not we're not too far off from getting there, um, and that's kind of scary. Especially when you think about how much we already use AI and how it's so user friendly, even now. Um, right. Just look at Siri. Right. And Alexa. Alexa. Hey, here's something for you, audience. Have you ever been on Facebook and you're scrolling through and then an ad or whatever, you pass an ad and you're like, huh, that's weird. I was just, just talking, talking about, about that. that the other day. Yep. Not just thinking about that, mm-hmm. just talking about that. Yep. There's a reason why that pops up like that. There's a reason. Your yep. accounts, your information, everything is linked. Linked. Yep. There's a huge conspiracy. There's Well, they're listening in constantly. Right. Um, and if you if you don't think <laughs> that they're listening constantly, good for you. Good for you. Yeah, that's a safe way to live. Yep. The uh, but the thing about it is they have to be because they're voice prompted. Right. So you know, my phone is constantly listening to me, listening to my conversations right. because it's waiting for me to say, "Hey Siri." Right. And there we go. There we are. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. So Alexa is the same way. She's listening out for a command constantly. Yeah, constantly. so once once she gets it, then that's her time to chime in. And here's the deal: Alexa, Echo, they are made by Amazon. Mm-hmm. Amazon is one of the biggest retailers in the world, who is also a ad partner with guess Facebook. Yeah. So you don't think that your information is being fed through Echo or Alexa, algorithmed, and then fed into Facebook's algorithms to spit out on your screen? Yep. Dude. Also, is 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 Amazon already doing the whole delivery by drones oh, thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> happening. So there you go. They're, it's they're, deli- they're delivering toothpaste by drones. By drones. Yep. But they're not the only ones that are trying to, quote unquote, make life easier by doing that. Sure. Um, I mean, you you touched on it already a little bit about the military is going more towards using drones and things like that. Because not only is it going to save from having to use actual, you know, men going in there and having to do things. Or women. Or women. Um, Well, let's face it, it's men. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) The good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the it is saving them money. And, yeah, you ton. Know, we're already we've already touched on how war is nothing but a big money game anyway. Right. So why not save some more money by right. doing these things like bringing right. drones into it, and you know you can bring your troops home then. Right. Um, and it just works out for everybody. Listen. However. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> The, and it's not just drone information, okay? The amount of artificial intelligence that's used by the United States in our military capacity is is unreal. Yeah. It is unreal. It's not just drones. There is a crap ton of data gathering that happens and data processing 
by the U.S. military, by the CIA, by the NSA, by all of these agencies. And it's just not about dropping bombs. I mean, it's a... I'm going to have to drop a bomb in the bathroom later. Dang it. It is all kinds <laughs> of data. Listen, there's only a few supercomputers yeah. in the existence that we know about. Yeah. Never once do we talk about, if you read up on supercomputers or anything like that, do they talk about the NSA, the CIA, or the U.S. military? Do you really think that there is an existence of a supercomputer and our military doesn't have it? Oh, yeah. Shut your face. <laughs> the it, it's it's crazy. It is yeah. it is and the amount of smart people smarter than you and I. The amount of smart people who are so against the progression of AI it's is astounding. It's, it is great. You would think these people would be all for it because Number one, it's science. Number two, it's technology, and they can nerd out and geek out. Or number three, it's a moneymaker for them. Yeah. It's a huge moneymaker for them. But they know that you are playing with fire. Right. These these, these are people, some of the smartest people in the entire world. And they're like, no, Please this is bad. This. Please stop this. Yep. Please, because here's the deal. The smartest people in the world, the, these smart people, people they're not the one developing the ai because you don't have to be super smart you have to be smart but you don't have to be genius level to develop this ai stuff you just have to be good at you know programming and algorithms and and whatever so you you have to be smart but you're not like next level smart but the next level smart people are like whoa 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 let's let's take a step back because this is going to get out of hand yeah. very quickly yeah um Elon Musk CEO of Tesla Motors which by the way last week if you would have bought a Tesla for that week only you could have saved $7500 on it I meant awesome. to tell you about that before you got the explorer should have I'm sorry anyway um he said that with the, the, the rise of different nations trying to be superior um, with their AI technology, um, that is going to be the cause of World War III. Everyone's trying, to, everyone's trying to cash in and be better than the next guy. And we've seen that for years of nations going against each other and trying to be, have the upper hand on space race, yeah. the nuke race, right. you know, all of it. Yeah. So now it's, now it's all about stealth drones and technology. AI technology. Yeah. And, um, so it, he's, he's like, listen, you guys can keep this up, but this is going to be the cause of world war three. I yeah. guarantee it. Just because, I mean, it's, I don't know, man, it, it is, to a powerful person, it's crack. Yeah. It is crack because you're having something that can think smarter and harder and more elaborate than what a human can. Yeah. And it gains them power and it gains them control. Yeah. I mean, people people do crazy things, completely change their morality and who they are once they have power and control. Yeah. Or once they can seize power and control. Some of these developments and um, the builds of these robots, there's a video, I, I watched a lot of videos the other day of, mm-hmm. you know, freaky things that robots right. have said I, yeah. or done and things. And one of them was... Oh. Um, Did it create its own language? Is that the one? No, oh, I hadn't go seen ahead. that. Yeah, yeah, oh, go crap. ahead. Oh, crap. Um, no, this one, one of the ones I watched that it, it was a cute robot, but the concept of what it was doing freaked me out. <laughs> so they had this robot stand on a table, um, and set up and like an obstacle of blocks in front of it. And it was like a command prompted robot. And they said, walk forward. And the robot said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. There is an obstacle in the way. And it said or the the guy was like no walk forward and it said 
I can't. Um, there's something in the way. Um, and so it was making a decision, a, a moral decision. Yes. Even though the creator had said, walk through those blocks. So, mm. no, I'm not going to do it. Right. Then they had it like turn around, still on top of this table, and said, walk forward. But the robot stopped and said, I can't. There's nothing to catch me. And they said, no, walk forward. And it said, but there's nothing to hold me or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And the the creator was like, well, I will catch you. Mm-hmm. And then the robot, after that, finally walked off the table and the guy caught it. But that just goes to show you that not only are these robots making safety decisions, but they're making moral decisions yeah. to go against right what you're telling them to do right so who's to say that eventually that robot doesn't start developing its own sense of morality right and then starts to justify right eliminating the human race skynet skynet right <laughs> that's the premise of skynet no so there were facebook computers these supercomputers that were they created their own language talking to one another and the the freaking scientists had had no idea what they were saying back and forth to one another. Yeah. So they had to shut it down. Yeah. Like that that right there would would for me say, mm, I'm done, everyone. This is a horrible idea. These two things have we not seen Terminator? Yeah. These two things are talking to each other in a language it that created we, that we don't understand. The, the computers, listen to this, the computers were five minutes old, meaning the program had been running on both of those computers for five minutes, and it created its own language. It took us hundreds of thousands of years yep. <laughs> to create language. Yep. These things did it in five minutes. Yep. Have you ever highly doubt that you've seen it but have you ever seen the movie smart house i have not okay so it was a disney channel original movie definitely have not okay um anyone from from i'm not calling you out but anyone from my generation you can call me out all you want sorry i'm older than you (laughs) anyone from my generation knows about the movie smart house a 90s Um, movie probably yeah there you go um so yeah, nineties, early two thousands, things like that. I was too busy going to Kegers and <laughs> hitting on chicks, dude. <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, well, I was enjoying <laughs> being a, a a kiddo, but they had this movie called Smart House. Um, Katie Seagal from Sons of Anarchy and Married with Children was in that movie. Okay, she played um, this robot. Or really like a AI mm-hmm. um, in this movie. But the, so this house was developed by a scientist where um, it made your everyday activities easier to do. You know, you could say, um, I forgot what the name of the house was, but uh, you could tell the house, um, iron my clothes or wash the dishes or things like that. And the house would do it for you so you didn't have to do the household chores. Mm-hmm. You could be like, I want to... I want a slice of cheesecake, and then boom, it would come up from out of the out of the the table. Nice. Um, so, the family that moved into that house um, didn't have a mom. The mom had passed away years ago, so it was just the dad and like the two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two kids were really wanting this like motherly figure in their life again. So the house, Katie Seagal's character, was first like just her voice. Mm-hmm. She figured out a way to um, make like a hologram of herself. Um, So she figured out how to appear human to them. And she looked like this like 1950s mom, like leave it to beaver type thing. Um, And she then appeared to them and, you know, she was like, now it's like I'm your mother. Like I I can be (laughs) that motherly figure for you. Um, And so then they, you know, they run into this whole thing of like the house has gone crazy and she's got too much power and she knows how to do too much and she's capable of like locking the house down and like keeping them inside of it oh, yeah. and all this stuff like that. So 
you know, that's a Disney Channel movie, but how long do you think it's going to be? And this this was back, like, you know, 2000, 2001, something like that. Um, how long do you think it's going to be before they really try to develop a house that is able to do that type of stuff? There are, I mean, we saw the refrigerator. Oh, yeah. On Black at, Friday. Um, yeah, at um, JCPenney. Yeah. Yep. So this refrigerator, I mean... Not to mention, you can smart home all of your appliances, control them through an app. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting there. Yeah. It is definitely getting there. Maybe within 10 years, yeah, we're going to be, the, the new houses that they build are yeah. going to have a computer system integrated. And you know, them. I didn't even think about it, but anyway, <laughs> I don't know what that boom was outside uh anyway the um probably robots taking over yep uh it's got it. i didn't even it's got it i didn't even think about it but you know we have smartphones we have smart cars and we have you know smart, cars that can drive themselves smart tvs right. and things like that um and i never thought about the concept of a smart house but it was done years ago probably because walt disney was in on all this stuff Definitely. way back in the day because <laughs> he's a nazi or he was a Nazi. Is that what the conspiracy is? No, I mean, that's I fact. Was, I that's fact. Oh, was he really? Yeah, him and Henry Ford, all of them guys. Oh, man. Yeah. The Bell guy, all of them. Yep. I knew about Henry Ford. Nazis drove Fords, man. Yeah. Anyway. We're driving Fords, too. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Um, yeah, so I never thought about that. The concept of a smart house, probably, it would, they needed to start small, get the public used to... Yeah. A smartphone. There's a fun now, fact. now a smartphone is like essential to daily life. Like we oh, have definitely. to have them. Yeah. You know? Sorry, this I got to get this out. Go look up Werner Werner von Braun. Yeah. He's the developer of the V two rocket, the rocket that propelled man into space. Okay. He was a Nazi. Uh, when we won the war, we Werner von whatever came over to us. He used to hang out with Walt Disney. They, they're the ones that created together the uh, future, what is it? Oh, down in Futureland or, or uh, whatever. You know what uh, I'm talking Tomorrowland. about? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. yeah. Okay. Werner von Braun, Nazi. Anyhow. Man, but, that was like our favorite part of Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, man, like smart everything. Now you can't buy a tube TV anymore. Mm-hmm. They're all flat screen. Yeah. Okay. You can barely find it's, it's probably half and half flat screen and smart TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In four or five years, flat screens are going to be a thing of the past. Everything's going to be smart. Yep. And we call it smart. Everything's smart. Smart yeah. this, smart that, smart, smart, smart. We are digging a very we're we're walking a slippery slope. Maybe that's the intention too. You know, a few episodes back we talked about zombies or whatever, mentioned apocalypse. I, 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 I think that this AI, like I said, being something catastrophic to the point to where it's going to reshape or reform humanity as we know it. Yeah, I without a doubt think that although both apocalypses would be cool to... Yeah. Experience, I think the the AI over overthrowing the entire world is more likely. Hey, and I mentioned this to you earlier. I I think this is what aliens are. Yeah, I think life on a another planet somewhere, galaxy, solar system, whatever you want to call it. I think an alien race has evolved to this point to the point to where they are a biological. Uh, being that is run by AI. That AI, they, they have advanced that far and that's why they are allowed to space travel. Yeah. Because they have gotten that, tech, that technology has taken them that far. That is, I think, the next evolution of man here is what we're striving for is this future, futuristic world. Forget flying cars. Yeah. Flying cars was a dream of the 50s. People want to be freaking teleported places now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
you know. How often have I thought that, yeah. man, if I could just teleport to this place yeah. and back, it would be so nice. You yeah. Know? Um, Virtual reality. Yeah. I mean, all of this stuff is just, it's so dangerous, man. Oh, so I dangerous. I know. I, I, will, I will say this. I have not, there's a lot of advances in technology that I'm all for that I think are great. Um, however, I'm also digging a hole as well. But the whole virtual reality thing, I've never been able to get behind. Yeah, me either. I'm just not a fan of it. Like PlayStation came out with their virtual reality uh, console and you know games that they have and stuff yeah. like that. I just I can't get behind it. That just doesn't interest me. No. Um, maybe I'm just a little bit more old school than that. Uh, yeah. But I almost don't like the concept of virtual reality. Yeah, I don't like it either. You know, we we went to Dave and Buster's for my bachelor. My, bachelorette party my bachelor party and um they had the the virtual reality jurassic park ride and the whole time i was riding it yeah it was fun and you know dinosaurs and cool and stuff like that but you feel like you just don't have any control yeah over anything and they're like yeah well you can look around and see what's happening it's like yeah but i i don't have control over like i can't physically fight off this dinosaur right i don't like that so i think that's why Hmm. Anyway, yeah, like uh, I don't know. I just think it's it's. And some people, some people can get behind that because, uh, like in Smart House, there was a a part where it's not virtual. Well, I guess it is virtual reality, but you could um, you could like change the walls to like a beach setting if you felt Hmm. like you wanted to be at the beach for a day. But you're yeah. not really at the beach. But you're not really there. So that's what that's why I was like, yeah, that's kind of dumb. You know, you know, I'm not actually at the beach. So we keep boring. talking about movies and stuff like that. And some people might be like, well, that was just in the movies. Here's the deal about how I feel about movies. The people who create movies and write movies are probably some of the most creative people on the planet. Um, sure, there's a lot of plots that are the same and stuff like that but the truly good movies are dreamed up and imagined by some of the most creative people we have on this planet so that's why I think their creativity is paralleled to the creativity of someone who programs AI so they they have the same creative force with with inside of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why it's so easy to say, listen, Mad Max, not that far off. All these movies, they got it right. You know, 30, yeah. 20, 30 years ago, they had a great concept of how things could turn out in the next hundred years or say. And they're, I mean, they're pretty spot on with the direction that we're going. Yeah. It won't be long. It won't be long. No. no. So if there's anything that you guys can take away from this episode today, mm-hmm. um, take your phones, throw them in a blender. Yes. Destroy that AI technology. Definitely. Siri is not your friend. No. Alexa is not your friend. They're not, not here to help you. They're here to, they're here to kill you. Yes. Um, and uh, we, we're going we're gonna to put a, a stop to this. Actually, you know what? Don't do that because then you probably won't be able to listen to this podcast. So you... Mm. That's a hard one. That is. You know what? Keep your phones. Keep your phones. Yeah, that's okay. Just let it happen. Smile, nod, everything's all right. Yeah. Look at the flowers. I mean, the end of the world is inevitable. Hmm. Might as well embrace it. You know what Carol told that little girl? Look at the flowers. Just look at the flowers. Just look at the flowers. And she shot her in the back of the head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, the walking dead. Nice. Um, Anyway. All right. Um, oh, so yeah, uh, robots and technology. Not your friend. Coming to get you. Coming to get you. What's um, your music pick, Blakely? Uh, so, why don't we start with yours? We'll start with yours. Okay. Right. We always go with yours. I don't. Do we though? Yeah, yours is always first. Okay. Um, mine, and I've been talking about it for weeks. Mainly because I already have the song queued up, so we can. Start. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about been it for weeks, out. so finally my music pick is Andy Minio's featuring Lecrae, mm-hmm. uh, Coming In Hot. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, is, here we go. It, it's nice. Nice. I'ma make a toast cause we still alive No big I feel like Pac I shoot a shot I'm coming in hot Coming in hot. Coming in hot. So you've been you've been talking about Andy Minio for a while. Yeah. For a while. Yeah. He's well, uh he he had that EP out like was that a year ago, maybe like six months ago or something like that. Um you remember how much crap he got? Cause oh, yeah. he like cussed in one song or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah. I admire the dude. I think he's great. He's a great, uh, great showman. Like we, I took out to go see him. Yeah. You know, um, me and Allie took out to go see him. Um, now I took out to go see Social uh, Club. Well, no, them too. But mm. um, we went to Winter Jam and saw. Oh yeah. Andy Minio. Um, and that's the only reason you went. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. For 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 that, for sure. It definitely wasn't new song. Um, <laughs> Sir, I wanna buy these. That's what my song suggestion is for the next one. It better not be. I will throw my shit um, at you. Yeah, but you can tell, like his, um, as far as his showmanship goes. Yeah. Um, with Winter Jam, he's definitely more restricted as to how he could really, yeah, how he really wanted to be. Definitely. Um, because when we saw, so I took Alec. Me and Alec took Alec to go see him uh, in Columbia with Social Club and uh, Words Played. Gosh. And, like, you know, those <clears throat> those guys together, um, it's just a good time. Yeah. They were, it, you know, they're doing their, their own tour. They're not yeah. having – there's no agenda they have to fit right. into. They just – they go out there. They, you know, they play their music. They interact with the crowd, and they had a good time, you know. So it was way more relaxed. That show was definitely one of the best I've ever been to. Gosh. So, I wish I could have been. It was great. It was yeah. great. Um, all right. So my pick for this week, um, I was scrolling through Facebook yesterday and came across O Sleeper's Facebook. Haven't heard from O Sleeper in a long time. Um, Emory just did a tour with them. Um, but other than, you know, doing some tours every now and then and popping up, they haven't put out any music in a while. So they have something that is happening tomorrow, November 30th. Um, I don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's probably new music. It was like a little, like, teaser video that they came out with. So that got me really excited and really pumped up. So I have gone back and started listening to some of my some of the older O Sleeper songs. Um, have they're you ever heard of them? Yeah, they're probably going to announce, like, maybe going on a tour. You think of new music? I'm thinking new music. Because they've I, done, they just did a tour with Emory. Um, but, I, but, I, but even listening to the BC podcast, yeah. they haven't said anything about, oh, these guys are in the studio making... Right. And they've mentioned them yeah. before. So I don't, I don't know. I'm thinking new music. You thinking new music? The way that the teaser video is on. Like okay, a I haven't clip. seen the teaser video. So the teaser clip was the it, it was like an interview with this one of the singers, and he was talking about you know the band had had gone a long time without doing anything. They were trying to make it work. It was evident that it just wasn't working anymore, and they were just going to hang it up, and the band was done, and he was finally accepting it. And then he was like, "But I'm really glad that I was wrong." And then the the vent the you know the video ended and it just popped up, you know, November thirtieth, yeah. twenty eighteen. 
So my guess is new music. I'm so hoping it is. But anyway, um, my my song suggestion is from their 2009 album called Son of the Morning, um, which is a concept album about the epic battle between God and Satan. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and this song is called The Finisher. It's the last one on that album, and it's about God over you know overthrowing Satan. You know, you know, the end of the world. <laughs> so it kind of fits with this. Anyway, yeah, this song is called The Finisher. No sleeper. Nice. Um, so <clears throat> I think Greta, Sister Greta, is going to be really excited about that announcement. I, know, I don't know if she's heard about it yet. Did you say my sister or just Sister Greta? My Sister Greta. Okay. Um, <laughs> your sister-in-law. Yeah, I know um, who she is. <laughs> you remember. Yeah. The one. Um, she likes No Sleeper a lot. She's at, Greta is the one that actually sent me the, the idea about doing the Uncanny Valley, too. Oh, really? So Shout out to Greta. Shout out to Greta. Um, Brian, I forgot to tell you, too. We were actually somewhat mentioned on another podcast what? this week. Dude, we've had a lot of PR stuff going on. Yeah. This one, this one was... Uh, uh, <laughs> there's a podcast called the Can't Wait for Christmas Podcast. And they do it year round, mm-hmm. um, and it's like the twenty fifth of every month. This guy has like a little you know Christmas special podcast that he listens to, or that he puts out. Um, they do this segment called all the all the makings of a of a great Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. It's basically like Mad Libs. Yeah. Um, so you send in like a noun and you know city or you know whatever, um, and he makes this this Hallmark movie concept <laughs> like takes a synopsis. And takes out all the main points. That's hilarious. It. Yeah, it's that funny. is hilarious. It's funny. Um, so he always asks for the suggestions um, a few days before he records. So whenever he did that the other day, um, I sent in a bunch of suggestions, but I did it from our podcast Instagram, so that way we could get mentioned on there. Ooh. However, whenever he did the shout outs at the end for all the people that um, that actually submitted. He called us uh, not the religious podcast. Not the religious podcast. Close enough. Yeah. Still somewhat mentioned on a bigger podcast. So I'll take it. Boom. I'll take it. Um, we don't have any reviews this week. Um, however, we did receive another rating on Apple um, iTunes or the uh, Apple podcast. Nice. So that is very much appreciated. That goes so much further than you could ever imagine. Yes. Um, just giving us some five stars is so awesome leaving a review is so awesome because then it's like someone can you know how many times have have you gone to check out a new podcast and that's the first thing you do is go read the reviews and see if people say you know i love it when he does this or you know when they um i like the way that they record and they you know edit and it's just it's well done yada 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 that's what i look for yada 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 um so anyone that listens if you want to leave a review leave some ratings please do so i'll love you forever i love you um but uh brian yes do you want to uh you want to do some beatboxing and i'll tell the fine folks what they can check us out on if they listen to something other than apple podcasts sure okay are your lips too chapped it is kind of cool they are a little bit but i can handle it all right folks we are available on apple podcasts spotify google podcasts stitcher anchor breaker Castbox, overcast pocket cast and radio public i've been listening to a lot of uh 
Run DMC too, mm-hmm. and uh, Christmas and Hollis keeps playing a lot. So like I get the the turntable part stuck in my head a lot. So I just walk around all the time. <laughs> um, all right, well, folks, you can go to our Facebook if you'd like and, and like us on there so you can stay up to date on what we got going on and when we have episodes coming out. Um, we're also on Instagram uh, at Not Religious Podcast. If you have a, a show suggestion like Greta did, you can send it in to us on a message on Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us directly, notreligiouspod at gmail. Dot com. At the G, his email. Yep, you can send us song suggestions too. We'll be glad to play them here on the show, and we'll be glad to tell you if we think that it, that it sucks. Yeah, I have no problem doing that. Yeah, Brian's really good at that. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank you guys. Uh, Ooh, tune in next week. Take we'll us have something... out with. Oh yeah, Stephen See, Hawking's forgot. last words. I almost forgot. <laughs> all right. All right, guys. So, in in due reverence to the late Stephen Hawking, it's only appropriate. God, we're going to hell. That we go, <laughs> that we reflect on um, on his final words on this great earth of ours. Oh. Um. Anyway, okay. Uh. So Steve, here you go. Stephen Hawking's last words, very inspiring.